Welcome along to our first session here on Full Time. I want to send a shout out going out to our uh, sponsors, Race Greg Motors. They're down there on Grey Street. Also, we want to send a special um, shout out and a very happy birthday going out to Cousin uh, Ora uh, Tokumo, who is celebrating her birthday today. Of course, we welcome on to our show. First off, uh, we send a big kia ora going out to our bro up there in Paioroa. From Ngaiwi FM, Reno Wilkinson. Morena, bro. Yeah, morena, morena, bro. It's uh, good to be back on another Saturday show, full-time, and, uh, you know, into the month of March already. Heli Tudi Koka, uh, nearly September, spring's on the way, so look forward to nice blue skies here in uh, Pairo. Looking like a lovely day. Joining us from somewhere around the world, probably back home in Australia, we have our man JT, Jason Tafifirangi. Morena, bro. Yeah, morning, uh, uh, Keithy. I almost called you Ra, but of course Ra is still on the B-Day or wherever he is. Uh, morning, uh, <laughs> yeah, boys back in Australia after a bit of a, uh, a jaunt through Europe and then back through Singapore. So, look, happy to be home. Now, uh, let's talk about your trip because it sounded like you had a heck of a lot of fun. You, you know, um, obviously the highlight for you was the island and you're trying to convince... Uh, Reno to to go over there, bro. So uh, why don't you tell us about your trip? Yeah, look, I sort of did a bit of a post on Facebook ranking them in order of uh, first, second, and third island. One by by the length of the home straight in terms of enjoyment, uh, satisfaction, and just a, a, a pure love of the place. Um, one of the Irish folks I met were in a pub when he said, "You know what?" Um, Irish, the Irish are the Polynesians of Europe, and I thought, yeah, you're pretty much spot on. Um, they're just lo- lovely, wonderful, fantastic people, and they don't take themselves too seriously. And I think I might have said it last week under the influence of alcohol that they hold a, uh, a similar love for the British, or for the British monarchy, as, as, as some of us Māori do, or certainly as I do anyway. So that's why I have a, a, a strong bond with the Irish. Uh, in second place was probably Rome. I've, I've always had a fascination for the Roman Empire and all that sort of stuff. And, to go to places like the Colosseum and the Trevi Fountain and um, you know, other places, and just to walk the streets of Rome, the cobblestones, uh, which for the for the first couple of twenty minutes or so are quite uh, novel. But then when you rolled at your ankle a couple of times, damn things, it's not so much fun anymore. Yeah. And the third place was uh, was Paris, boys, which was lowest choice to go there. I wasn't really keen to go there, <coughs> but it um, with regards to the way they are uh, rude to foreigners. Uh, but I, I couldn't fault them. Didn't experience one uh, bad, per- uh, bad, um, r- or, sorry, one rude person at all. We, our French wasn't the strongest when we went there, but we left with a few more words. And I can't speak highly enough of the way they, that we were treated, and they were very much respect. Right. A notable fourth place. I don't know. If we normally talk the brown stuff on this show, but a notable fourth place was uh, was the various B days. I don't know if you used any of those in your right. time, but uh, just a fantastic event. Okay. I've been using one if you can get the chance. Yeah. I can't say I've ever used one. Um, but I understand that, um, Reno, now you're thinking of uh, heading over to Ireland, though, eh, bro? Yeah, definitely. Uh, after JT's been talking about it over the last few weeks or so, um, look, my wife's been uh, very keen to go to uh, Ireland, Wales, in Scotland. Uh, take a look at her background. Her uh, maiden name's Cordwell. There's a castle over there. It's affiliated to the family taking them way back in the history and just got a fascination with Ireland. Uh, look, a couple of years ago, the girls had their Rugby World Cup there and she said to me, said, why didn't we just go there for a holiday? And I mm-hmm. said, well, this is it. And JT's kind of pretty well nailed on the head. I said to Tina, um, should we just miss out origin next year and we'll go to Ireland, eh? So yeah, it sounds like we're going in the car to uh, go and check out the uh, the Clover country. Right. And it looked like it looks like a beautiful um, country uh, over there, um as well, uh, JT. Yeah, very, very similar uh, to what we have uh, back in New Zealand. They're very green, rolling hills. Um, probably due to the fact that it's not they get a lot of rain like New Zealand does, I suppose. Right. Um, and just lots of similarities in, in the way people um, carry themselves. I think, uh, like I said, don't take themselves too seriously. Enjoy a bit of a laugh and enjoy a bit of a sing song as well. So, like, like the, the fellow said over there, the, uh, they are the Polynesians of Europe. Right. Now, <clears throat> I thought it was interesting because the very first post I saw, um, I think when you were in France, <laughs> was was the what was, and I think it kind of continued with those pictures of you, um, of your face in the toilet 
And I think that was that was an interesting um, way to get started, eh, JT? What inspired yeah, well, that? Just why I thought you know people would go over to Europe and take cheesy pictures outside the Eiffel Tower and whatnot. But I was something different, and um, so yeah, I, just a bit of a laugh, mate. I've got a bit of a warped sense of humour. So and then it all evolved into when we got to Rome. So we stayed right in the heart of Rome in the old part, and. Uh, Lots of it has been renovated, so we stayed in a nice Airbnb. But one of the things I haven't been able to get on top of is the, is the, um, is the plumbing or the sewage situation. So the, the lady that hosted us said, oh, look, if you don't mind, please don't use too much toilet paper because it gets clogged up, blah, blah, blah. And I know people are probably having breakfast while they listen to this, but I apologise for that. So in every place we stayed in Rome, oh, sorry, in Italy, there was uh, right next door to it was a B-Day. And I've seen them before with Britain states and parts of Asia we've been to in the past, and I thought, nah, I'm not using one of those, but... I thought in the in the in the um, uh, to try and you know do my part for, for conservation and whatever else I'll, I'll give it a go. So yeah, sat down, mate, and it's a very strange feeling, but um, quite liberating. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> and it was all when we when we stopped in Singapore. So Rome has the old style ones, like a like a water fountain, I guess. Yeah. When I got to Singapore, um, there's a remote on the wall. I thought, what's this thing? So I pulled it off, and it's got you know different. Different squirt settings. I again apologise to anyone having at the moment. So you can get like and, uh, spray and mist and like a full-on turbo one. And I, I thought, well, I'll, I'll go through the whole lot right up here. Might as well. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, went the whole lot three times, boys. This the last thing. What are you doing in there? Hurry up! Okay, hang on. <laughs> then another little drier one, which you know dries off um, the the affected area. But the best one was the little puff of uh, scented powder, which you know. Give it a little poof and away you go. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, you've made the toilet experience a lot more different for me, that is for sure. Um, but it certainly, obviously, uh, was a wonderful trip. Uh, three weeks, wasn't it, eh, um, JT? Yeah, pretty much. I think it was 22 days or something. We actually cut it short. We were meant to be gone for another 10 days, but... Uh, about two weeks ago, oh, but sorry, about a month before we left, we thought, nah, stuff, it's too long. Yeah. So we, kind of, we missed out a few things we wanted to do, but in saying that, we did get through quite a few things. Um, went from Rome on a, last week after we spoke, I had to get up early and catch a train to Venice. Uh, the Venice experience is a lot different. We got there and I struggled to, you know, how are we going to order a taxi or an Uber? And then we realised, oh, hang on, there's no roads, it's all canals. So we had to walk over this oh. massive to catch a bus. And then a train to our hotel, and uh, yeah, mate, different place again, through to Prague and up to Amsterdam, oh, not Amsterdam, sorry, Copenhagen, uh, went across to a place called Malmo in Sweden, and then uh, flew back via Singapore, so, yeah, definitely, it was a world, got a lot done, saw a lot, but would like to go back again and just probably not do so much travelling, because I think we, I counted up, we went through 15 airports in that time and two train right. stations, so. Right. Yeah, very, very busy schedule, but uh, go to it, done it, and actually we'll do it again. One hell of a trip, indeed. Wow. Yeah. That sounds like pretty awesome, eh, Reno? Mate, that sounds like a trip of a lifetime. Um, obviously, all the memories, and you can reflect on that. And i got to say, uh, I like the puff, the poof, you know. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, the, um, <laughs> it's only the French can it's, do it's it, an, too. It's an experience, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. Uh, wow, great trip. Great trip, and obviously good to be back home, though, at the end of the day, eh? Yeah, it just got a bit tedious towards the end there. Uh, we went, went right from Copenhagen to Doha to Qatar, and Qatar to Singapore. So that's about 14 hours of flying plus an hour and a bit stopover, and then wow. Singapore, and then eight hours back into Australia. So, yeah, just the last couple of days got a bit, got a bit right. over it. Uh, uh, yeah. But, yeah. Once you saw Australia, the sweet and touchdown, and then got into their own bed and I went back to work uh, yesterday morning, so I'm at work at the moment, but uh, it's all good. Yeah. Got to pay for these things somehow. Indeed, indeed you do. So, yeah, well, it certainly sounded like one awesome trip there, um, JT, yeah. and uh, obviously you come back and all set and ready. I'm not sure if you're refreshed or anything, but all set and ready for the uh, upcoming weeks and, of course, for full-time, eh, bro? Oh, mate, looking for it. Yeah, absolutely can't wait to get into some full time and ask <laughs> Ra Walker why he's posting so much. Gun. <laughs> 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 
Paulie's that one for now. Yeah, I know. I know there is just so much stuff that's that he's posting on his Facebook page. It's un, it's quite unreal. Well, <clears throat> we kick off, I guess, into what we would call sport, but um, something because on Wednesday, a eh, Reno. Wednesday, we got into a lot of sport, but there was one thing that we forgot to talk about extensively, and I guess we've got full time, and we've got a we've got a chance to talk about it even more so right now, and then that, of course, is the Fortnite World Cup, which was just amazing. Um, millionaires were created, not just ordinary millionaires, but teenage millionaires. Um, the biggest one, of obviously, was this young boy, um, Booger, I think is what his nickname is, Kyle <laughs> Gunstoff, uh, who won $3 million US as the uh, solo champion for um, Fortnite, <clears throat> which was just unreal. What do you reckon, um, Reno? Yeah, it is an unreal experience, obviously, for most of us who are the old school. Uh, this is the whole new school coming on through. Mm. When you think of this uh, Booker, 16-year-old, 3 million US, say about 4.5 New Zealand dollars. Yep. Or a young 16-year-old win there at its uh, inaugural uh, World Cup. Just tells you how massive this event is. I understand, too, uh, there are so many players around the world uh, who try to qualify for the uh, finals. Yes. Two New Zealanders who yes. went out to represent. They came last, but they came home with like seventy five, seventy six thousand yeah. dollars each. Yeah, you know, so uh, just going over there, winning seventy six thousand dollars. I know for coming uh, last for anyone is a it, it, for coming last yes. exactly. For coming last, and this young kid's won uh, four million New Zealand. So now it, it is the way of the future. It's the way it's going, mate. Uh, it just tells you the phenomenon of um, gaming, uh, e games. Watch out for e games, oh, which is going sure. to be introduced into something we know as the Olympics as well. So. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a crazy thing, but it's here. It's here to stay. I'd say. Oh, it's here to stay, without a doubt. It's here to stay. Um, for good or for bad, whether we like it or not, it certainly is here to stay. And um, boy, I tell you what, I don't, <laughs> was it kind of appropriate that they had the finals? Because um, from what I understand, forty million people uh, participated in the World Cup, but it came down to the final one hundred. Uh, and and that happened to be at the Arthur Ashe Stadium in New York, of course, traditionally where they hold the U.S. Tennis Open. Um, so is it? What's it? What do you reckon? Was it appropriate to have it in a sports stadium like that, bro? Oh, definitely. You know, uh, they're going to bring it there. The Americans love this type of stuff, so I think it is. Uh, what better place to have it? And it's the first time um, for this big thing. Look, we talked about that young 16-year-old, the $4 million. Even yeah. the pro amateur winners, yeah. they both won a million dollars each. Yeah. Unbelievable. For eh? just being amateurs. But, uh, yeah, it is. It's crazy. Even, uh, oh, so much money involved in this. It's huge. I so, know. I, I uh, think no matter there was, what it is, but yeah. it is what it is. And, uh, yeah, no, I reckon it's a good stadium, bro. I think there was a, a, a fire, a fire uh, did my <clears throat> research correctly, and I'm pretty sure I did, they had a, a, a pool of $45 million. Um, and that, and that, yeah, I don't know how much they paid to get in, but with 40 million people, <laughs> obviously they would have had, I don't know how much it was to get in, but uh, yeah, man, that this is just something that's just going to get bigger and bigger, I, I reckon. What do you reckon, um, Reno? Yeah, you're right. You're right. It is going to get bigger. Look, when you put that into context, say as an example, each player paid ten dollars, and I know yeah. they may they paid more than that. Yes, yes. You add that up to forty to forty-five million. Man, that's some yes. big money involved there. Yeah. Uh, it's much bigger than anything we've experienced on the sporting sector. So there's money in there, huge money, and the people who design this type of stuff, create the games, uh, even uh, the consoles that they played on, let alone the concept. Uh, you'd much really end up looking at some of those gentlemen is possibility in the future is uh, some of the wealthiest men in the world, if not already. So uh, something not to be uh, sneaked at or laughed at because uh, there's some big coin involved here. and There's nothing like pittance. It's huge money. So when you draw something like 40, 45 million to uh, be part of an event, it's nothing that the world has uh, ever seen before. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> just just really, really unreal. Now, I'm not sure if you've heard about it there, um JT, but have you heard about the uh, Fortnite World Cup there, bro? 
Yeah, I did read something in passing, Keithy, and like like you with with the same generation. It's not really my cup of tea, but I could appreciate uh, that there is well, not a not a growing movement, a huge you know tsunami of movement towards that sort of uh, arena of of entertainment. Uh, and I guess you just have to you know embrace it and get run with it, but because it's you know it's, it's there and it's generating lots of money and it's generating it's just the way of the future. It's a sad thing I think because it, you know it takes. Uh, people away from doing. Oh, I could be wrong. You know, people might still be exercising and getting out and playing sports, and this could be just a little bit of a, a sideline for them. From what I understand, it takes quite a while to get through a few games of Fortnite. So, yes. uh, look, it's just one of those things we we can't um, change the way the world is going, or be would like to. But uh, yeah, not not really my cup of tea. You know, and, you know, but for four million dollars or three million US, well, you know, you can't laugh at that. No, no, not at all, not at all. I mean. Um... Uh, that put pay, that puts pay to a lot of parents out there. They can't really tell their kids to stay off those video games anymore, eh, Reno? No, that's right, mate. And I, I'm in the same um, boat as Gaty. Looking, I know you're the same too, Keithy. And that we're all old school. Uh, get out there, uh, whether you kick a ball around or get out in the fresh air, run around, play a bit of tackle, or kick the ball around, or just climb trees or whatever outdoors uh, is the way we grew up. And uh, this is just this new modern way coming on through. Uh, the money, these uh, money that's involved here, it's huge. Um, this young kid's mostly going to be some type of a young ambassador for Fortnite. And at the age of 16, that's uh, pretty well unheard of for most. So when, look, this kid won more money uh, yep. than uh, the winner of the Wimbledon. Yep. Uh, the big golf opened as of well. Course. I think he's top yep. of the scale of winning as an individual uh, worldwide. So, yeah, it's just one of those things. Um, mate, in the game Fortnite, um, once you purchase it, uh, you've got to buy the extra parts that makes it continue if you want to get to the next level and play next level's competitive. Uh, it's a purchase part price and it updates all online. So to the worldwide web, the internet, it's made it possible. And back in our days, mate, we were on discs, putting discs yeah. in the play with PS1 consoles. Oh, I still do that, bro. Parts. Yeah, no, I still do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The card days, you know, putting into the old Nintendos yeah. or whatever you may have had, uh, Commodore, Sega, everything like that. Just tells you how the gaming world's grown. Uh, Microsoft be loving it. Uh, just going to get bigger with the Xbox, uh, PlayStation, Sony. Yep. New PlayStation 5 coming out next year. And who knows? Uh, the virtual reality of our gaming is only going to grow. Yeah. I could actually see it a while back. Uh, and when I mean a while back, I'd yep. say about <laughs> a decade ago, that um, that's where sport was going to go. Sadly, whether we liked it or not, that's where it was going to go. Um and this has just come along. Uh, I don't even know why it was Fortnite in particular, because I've never played Fortnite. Have you ever played Fortnite, Reno? Yeah, yeah, do. My Mocko's got it. Um, I've got it on my PC at home as well. I was only just jumped in there for the craze. Look, I don't play it at all. Uh, it's not my type of game. It's just not the kind of game I'm into. Yep. But uh, the kids Same. are into it, and yes. I have watched heaps of it. But, uh, yeah, look at our local barbershop has it on a big screen so the kids get to play while oh, maybe true. brother or mum or dad. Yeah, That's you know, cool. so there's entertainment there. Yep. And the kids sit there on wireless controllers and play. It just keeps them quiet and yeah, yeah. kids seem to love it. So it's got its own market. And uh, whoever created this game, uh, mate, he's rolling in I it. I bet you. He's rolling in the dosh. Yeah. Rolling in big time. I, I agree. I agree. And it's, uh, uh, you know, I'm not exactly sure why this particular game has, has come about. And captured the the whole world in a big way, though, uh, hasn't it, Reno? I mean, it's just yeah. come quite suddenly. I well, think it, over the last well, couple gaming of years, in general, mate, gaming in general, right across the world on yep. its sector is um, one of the biggest things that come through. It's true. Look, in our industry of radio, uh, radio uh, gaming is the biggest threat to the radio industry. Look, you got Spotify, yep. you got your YouTube, you got your download stuff, you got your online streaming stuff. Yeah. But gaming is the top scale that uh kind of attacks a lot of the um, viewing or streaming of TV shows now. Uh, the radio industry uh, being personalised because you can do gaming and have your own personalised music coming on through, whether you're a Grand Theft Auto yeah. fan, you know, yes. you can have your own radio yes. station. Everyone's becoming personalised and it's the way you can interact with it. And you make friends worldwide now through the web, um, through Discord, TeamSpeak, everything like that. So, yeah, yeah so it's endless, mate. Uh, I don't know where it's going to. And, you know, we saw the writing on the wall when you take a look way back to the early years. Jonah Lomu, the Rugby World Cup game. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, that was always going to be... It, yeah, it, it's it's evolving and it's going to be changing. 
Are you in? Do you do any kind of gaming at all there, JT? Nah, GTI had a something master system. I think it was called Sonic the Hedgehog. So that's right. how many years ago? Twenty-five, yeah. I suppose. But no, not really. Like up and see GTI. I'm an old school sort of fellow. Play a bit of golf, you know, kick a ball around every now and then, or just watch it on TV. Watch real sport on TV. This uh, this computer games, whatever you want to call them, PS4s or well, nah, not my cup of tea. Both my kids have got consoles. In fact, I think the young fella's got a Xbox and a PS4 or whatever they're called. So, right. Yeah, both my kids play Fortnite. Well, not so much anymore, but they did when it first came out. I mean, you know, we tend to follow what the Americans do, and you know them. In my opinion, the most gullible people on earth are the Americans. So if you can get them interested in something, then the world will follow suit. So, you know, hence like stuff like wrestling and all mm. the rest of it. So you get, get the gullible American idiots on board, and then you know, build your oyster. So yeah, no, not really my thing, Keithy. I'd, no, I'd, if, I, if I could line every Xbox and PlayStation up and run it over with a tank, I'd do it. <laughs> yeah, and have quite a few upset uh, young men and women or girls chasing after you. Tell them. But it is uh, it is quite a phenomenon, um, though. Uh, I mean, it, it just is, especially in particular Fortnite. And I'm not sure how it just came about and took people's imaginations or whatever the heck it is. But it's just become a huge, huge thing um, of late, in particular, a eh, uh, eh, Reno. Oh, definitely in the last twelve months, it's uh, it's like a virus. Once yeah. you've caught it. You're pretty well stuck with it, and it's hard to shake. Uh, like I say, uh, to get updates, it, it's all online, and it gets downloaded, or you purchase it. So uh, it's just one of those growing things. And yeah, whether you hate it or love it, mate, I, I, I'm totally like JT. I'm the same. I'm old school. Look, I was brought up outside, and uh, that's where we are, and that's how I taught my girls and uh, my grandson as well. So this is just the next way coming through, and. It, it's got its bad sides. Look, some people um, yeah, indeed. just stick to the screen hours upon hours uh, to the point um, there has been fatality, more so in the Asian area, right. uh, where people have died from just online gaming, uh, yeah. whether that be not eating, drinking, and just the screen. It will have its That's damages. That's extreme, eh? That's uh, a bit extreme. Serious damages, yeah. yeah. Oh, exactly, you know. Yeah, and that's the level of it. Um, mate, some of these things are next level. Um, yeah. And when I talk about the con side of it, uh, you look at some of the way they communicate. And look, the instance, I think it was last year, where the young boy in New Zealand got through on a gaming uh, speaking system, Discord, to a girl in America and ended up going over there and got himself in trouble. So there are the ugly worlds to it, but then there's the uh, good sides of it where you can win millions of dollars. Obviously, obviously. Anyway, hey, we... My gosh, time has gone <laughs> so quickly that we've got to go to a break. We'll be back with more full time right after this. On behalf of the full-timers, I would just like to say big thanks to Joachim Currid, who brings us our music intro. Check him out on joachimcurrid.com. He's also on YouTube, Twitter, SoundCloud, Bandcamp, Spotify, Instagram, and follow him on Facebook. Another big thanks goes out to Silent Partner, who brings us our outro. Check out their music on YouTube. And also thanks must go to the Polish Ambassador for the backing music for this promo. Check out the Polish Ambassador on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, Beatport, Instagram, Twitter, and on his website, thepolishambassador.com. You're listening to a podcast produced by Turangi FM, number one iwi radio station in Aotearoa. We play each full-time session on Turangi FM Saturday mornings at 10am. You can listen in live on our Turangi FM media page. Just click the main Turangi FM logo to tune in online. Or if you're in the Gisborne area, we're on the radio frequencies... 91.7, 95.7 and 98.1 Also check out the full-time Facebook page where you can listen to the podcast again. Make comments and click links that will lead you to other ways to listen to the podcast such as Spreaker, iTunes, SoundCloud, Twitter, YouTube, Podchaser and Tumblr. Right, 
Let's get back to the fools on full time. session here on full time want to send a shout out going out to our uh, sponsors race track motors of course they're down there on gray street also want to shout get to send a shout out to ra walker who's finally decided to wake up and join us <laughs> and good morning bro yeah good afternoon boys <laughs> good morning boys uh it's one of those it's probably because the weather was turning crappy today and i was like wow we're going to be getting that that bad weather that was that's expected uh, upon us, but hey, not even it's quite a quite a lovely day today in, in Jean's Town. So my apologies. Uh, geez, how many years? And uh, I've only been probably later a couple of times. <laughs> but uh, there you go. That, that's just one thing, Kitty. You have to uh, increase my uh, my wages for the show. I'm not getting enough, mate. Okay, I'll double it. How's that? Well, Will that get you back on time, bro? <laughs> An extra couple of biscuits for with that hour. <laughs> so from one biscuit to four, bu- to two biscuits. Yeah, to four biscuits. Yeah, that, that, that'd be a good bonus. I'll be happy. Fair enough. Done. Done deal. He's most likely busy playing bloody Fortnite. Fortnite, bro. Can't win any more millions, bro. No, you have to. Oh, he's trying to get okay. ready for next year's uh, World Cup, eh? I, I got to be honest. I haven't played uh, games since uh, the old Call of Duty days. So those were the yeah. games, but uh, that seems to be all the rage now. And, and good on these kids. As much as I beg them for, for living in cyberspace, I mean we're all online most of the time, most of us nowadays. But you know, there's a lot of money to be made. So all the best for them. Three million dollars if you're uh, the <laughs> champion. I hey. used to be on your rubbish clubs at my newsfeed, bro. What's, what's <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. Oh, Ask him, JT. Reporter JT back in the, in the land of Oz, eh? Uh, good trip, DJ. Yeah, we've just spent half an hour talking about my trip and gaming. Really <laughs> oh, no, no place like home when it comes down to it, though. Uh, but uh, all experiences. Uh, Absolutely not. It was good to see, even Australia's like home. Home it was good to touch down and you know, get back to our house and see our kids and, and all that sort of stuff. But uh, yeah, good to get away, but equally as good to be home. Now, yeah. can we move on, please? Talk about the Warriors. How yeah. good were they? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get the pain over and done with a, um, the Warriors. Hey, Reno. Let's get that pain over and done with. In my opinion, uh, and and I'd like to include the Broncos in that their seasons are pretty much. Done. They won't be going into the postseason, in my opinion. What do you reckon, Reno? Mate, I'm a Storm fan now. Okay. No, um, uh, yeah, Warriors. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You know where you want to start with the Warriors, mate. Um, for the fans, it's hard. Look, that that horror, like Russ said when he got on there, um, the weather was rubbish, and they had a great day up there recognising the emergency services. It was all about them. Whether it be Navy, Army, police, uh, ambulance, everything like that. It was a special day. And unfortunately, the uh, boys didn't turn up to play. As we saw Steve Kearney kick a towel, lose the plot. Uh, the whole team bloody lost the plot. And the Raiders are uh, just way too good, way too good. The Warriors, yeah, you're right, Keithy. Warriors and Broncos season's over, mate, in week 20 or 25. Yeah. Because mm. they needed this one. In fact, they probably needed every single one. And the Broncos were pretty much in the same in the same boat. Uh, they they still have got chances. I mean, I'm not going to count them out. Well, they... No, I'm counting them out. But the Broncos <laughs> might have a bit of a chance, a little bit of a chance. But it was Mate, a, it was mate a... you're digging yourself a hole. I don't know what you're talking. <laughs> JT, you'll say you're talking the Brown stuff now. No, well, I'm but always the Warriors talking... have the Warriors have next Friday the Sea Eagles, and we know that they ain't going to win that. Well, it's going to so, be pretty uh, tough. I'll be honest enough, right now the season's over. Yeah. Season's no, done, no, so Steve what... Cooney will be gone at the end of the year. I agree. I agree. I agree. I mean, it just hasn't been happening for uh, for 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 Cooney, is it? You know, and and which is interesting because last weekend it was a very different weekend. The close, you know, every game last weekend was close. At least when we talked on full time last weekend, every single game was close. This this time around, every single game that we've had so far, starting with the Tigers, the Raiders, and the Storm, they've been blowouts in a way, haven't they? Oh, total blowouts in this week. And, uh, you know, we head right down into the uh, end where you need to decide whether you want to be in the top eight or not. Melbourne Storm uh, showed that last night. Damn good team. The Tigers, Robbie Farah. How good was it for him in celebrating his special occasion yes. uh, for the West Tigers? They trenched, trounced the uh, Cowboys uh, 28-4. And uh, just to see him and Benji out there, stalwarts, legends of the uh, Tigers club in the modern era, uh, to have a good win. But more so for uh, Robbie Farah. 
uh, Robbie Farrow a good win there, but mate, the Warriors, I don't know, we're asking ourselves, I've got that bloody juicy still in my cupboard anyway. Right. <laughs> I stay, can stay there for now. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Talking about the uh, the Tigers, you know, what was interesting is I, I saw something, I think it was on um, Facebook, well, it probably was Facebook, about um, uh, Farrar and uh, uh, Marshall, you know, and, and the season I guess that they've had so far, the season, you know, because they both kind of started around about the same time playing for um, the Tigers, um, then of course both kind of left for a bit, and then they both got back together this year, Um I think um, uh, it's not Marshall. Farah has um, has announced. I think that he was retiring. Is that correct? At the end of this season. Yeah, he's hanging him up, mate. He's had enough um, and a pretty good career, all things being considered. Mm. He only played the games in, in, in the NRL. Was you know he's made us some pretty stern stuff. And Robbie's had his, his critics over the years, and uh, he's been compared unfairly. I think to Cameron Smith. Cameron Smith is just. Head and shoulders above any other hooker yeah. of his generation. Robbie Farrell you know, is a good player, uh, and, and certainly look a bottle of wine. He's, he's gotten better with age, and his yep. last couple of seasons this year when he's been back with Benji, uh, mate, they've won the clock back. They've got into the eight at the moment. They're sitting seventh, and you know if they can make the eight this year on that roster, they've done well. Yeah, well, without a doubt, without a doubt, and they, they're still. You know, well, with the Broncos not far behind them, I think that they they've got a, they're in for a very very good chance um, there. But you know, it is wonderful seeing both of those players, uh, and, and you know, um, being somewhat of a, a fan of Benji, it's great to see him back at the Tigers. You know, where he started. Uh, what do you reckon, um, JT? Oh, definitely. You know, um, he had that little bit of a dally dalliance with with rugby union with the, with the yeah. side. Didn't quite. No. Then he was went to St George and had a bit yep. of a play at Broncos and you know back in back in Tiger Country now and like I said, like him and Robbie back together. Well, they need now is Scotty Prince and they'll they win the grand final again. But yeah, no, love Benji, love what he's brought to the game. He's put bums on seats with his yeah. freaky passes and side stepping and you know little boy, Maori boy from Fakatani, you know through the keeper park system and then onto the Tigers and obviously the Kiwis as well. And that's what our team needs. So. Um, absolute region of the game, and if he does retire at the end of the season, then he's had, he's had a good career. You can look back with with a fair amount of pride on that. Now, I'm not sure if you're a a, a, a Tigers fan. Well, you probably could be one uh, eventually, a Ra. But uh, <laughs> are you a Benji Marshall fan? Yeah, I am. In, in the back of the day, I think uh, you know when I was younger, I was a, a big supporter of the Balmain Tigers, and uh, you know mm. they had some really good. Uh, fiery uh, players back in those days and, and that's what I liked about them um, you know they had such a good a good side the Tigers but no Benji he's uh, he's, he's an iconic league pick I still reckon rugby should have maybe made him uh, an offer or a bit offer towards his uh, latter years in the league uh, would have been a good coup would have been another sunny Jim Jumpship uh, Sunny Williams sort of thing over to, to Union but uh, no, Benji sort of committed himself to the league and, and, and good on him um, you know as JT made mention he, he's good for the game he's, he's a great ambassador but He's still got that flair that gets uh, that attracts people to to, to, to viewing the the matches, and, and you need players like that as old as they are, just to add that little bit of sugar and spice. And, and as we know, he's got a lot of that. He's, he's a class act. Um, just a bit sad he's, he's not uh, five or ten uh, years younger again. But um, no, you know, Benji's been a good stalwart to, to rugby league, and uh, also to to the Maori athletes. And long way they continue. He certainly has been something special. Um, that's for sure. And and and. and... I think his rookie year, it showed that uh, he, he definitely had the good Zayrino. Yeah, definitely. You know, when you take a look at his touch background, where he's come from, and uh, he's a role model on and off the field. Uh, he's doing a great job. He's part of the uh, commentary team sometimes. Uh, had some fun times on the footy show in his career, and it just tells you uh, if you really put your mind to it, you can focus and you can get there. And uh, yeah, accolades to uh, Benji, I guess, in, He'll be recognised for what he's done uh, in his career of sport and uh, given so much to uh, the game of rugby league. Just so skilled. Uh, that grand final back in the days. And um, when JT said it, you know, some of the names. And uh, Rob mentioned uh, Balmain Tigers. I, too, was a huge fan in the 80s of the Balmain mm. team, especially with the mm. uh, Black Pearl and many others there. Gary Freeman and the list just goes yeah. on. But, um, yeah, you yeah, know, it's great. He's great for the game, great for Māori. 
another Māori boy from Whakatane doing it well and a uh, role model for many other Māori who want to get out there and play at the grassroots level of the uh, game of league, whether you love it or not, get out to Aussie, have a bit of a crack there. And uh, Benji's just a massive role model. You imagine what he's going to bring in the next 10 years uh, when he retires, um, the passion he's had for the game. And he's a very emotional man, happily uh, married and got a lovely son. And yeah, he just loves what the game has given to him. Mm, absolutely. Well, the Storm, you know, they absolutely trounced the uh, Broncos um, last night. Uh, that must have been a game that you watched the year, AJT? Yeah, it was actually good. Uh, we got back late Thursday night. I missed the Tigers game, so it was uh, good to, to watch a couple of games last night. And although, although they were one sided, I think some of the attacks displayed by the Canberra Raiders and the Storm uh, certainly is a reflection of where they sit on the ladder at the moment, both in the top four. Mm. Um, yeah, no, my album boys after last week's uh, Golden Point thriller loss to, to Manly, they really clicked last night and just went from strength to strength. And the poor Broncos just couldn't match them. There's a 20 minute period there, I think, just before half time and just after half time when Melbourne went bang, 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 bang. And that sort of put pay to the Broncos and he hopes they had. And then uh, near the back end of the game, when the game was well and truly won, Melbourne went bang, 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 bang yeah. again. And, you know, uh, you know, forty odd points to to four, whatever. Or sorry, forty points yep. to four. Uh, look very dangerous, but for my money, I still think the Roosters uh, are the team to beat. If they can get back to full strength, they've got some good players that have been out, and if, if they get their best team on the paddock, they're going to be hard to beat. But certainly, it's, it's good for Melbourne to, to keep winning from from my point of view. And unfortunately, Keith, that uh, crystal ball you bought from Fred's place all those years ago with regards <laughs> to Warriors, I've seen. Proved to be a dud. You should have went to, to Harvey Norman and got one. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, though. Um, the Storm, you know, they, they are, without a doubt, a classy team. Way out in, in, the, in the standings, without a doubt, they'll probably be... Prim well, I'm not saying... Well, well I'm not going to try and voodoo them, but I think they're going to be very much on top of the table um, come the end of the regular season. But uh, the Broncos, they just haven't been able to do it. You know, it's one of those very rare seasons, Aira. One of those very rare seasons where the um, Broncos have just had a bit of a horror horror um, season, eh? Yeah, I, I don't know what it is. Uh, you know, they've had a, a couple of poor seasons. They've lost a, a lot of uh, young up-and-coming players to, to other teams, better teams. But um, I, they will come again because I, I think that's one of the benefits of coming from a state where there's only a couple of uh, club teams in the competition. Um, you know, you've got a, maybe a pick of uh, up-and-coming young players that play within your state, and if you, uh, you know, put that offer on the table to them, then chances are your team's going to be bolstered with a lot of future uh, NRL stars. But, yeah, um, you know, I wouldn't totally write off the, the Broncos. They're one of those sides that uh, they have their lulls, um, like ebbs and flows, but, uh, you know, there'll come a season when... They'll get the A into G, and, and they'll be sort of uh, one of those sides that people love watching and supporting. You know, but like how the Storm are, you know, very, very kind of um, good, good to watch, and, and you get your money's worth uh, by the caliber of players that they have representing uh, the team. And uh, you know that that's why I, I like the Storm. And, and like you, Keith, even they said you you may put the high wash on them. The results throughout the season have, have spoken highly for them. I think uh, they probably will go the distance. Um, They've just got too much class and, and just too much uh, longevity and, and, and just that winning attitude. They know how to finish the game and finish it well and, and keep all their, uh, their their fans sort of you know happy with a big smile on their face. In saying that, there's always that down chance and, and that variable that um, you know they they may sort of uh, get a tip. But uh, yeah, I don't know. If I was a gambling man, I'd definitely put uh, money on them. They're, they're, they're looking quite good and uh, should be favourites to take out the Premier. Um, this season. I mean, their results speak for themselves. If, if only the Warriors could inherit it, that kind of moxie within, I think, uh, you know, Kiwi fans would be well uh, well laughing all the way to the back, maybe. They certainly do have a, an attitude um, about them, eh? It's, it's, I, I think it's, it's, it's something that's um, part and parcel of maybe being a storm. What do you reckon, Ra? Well, it is. It's it's a whole in and JT and the dream the boys would, would attest. We've seen it with a lot of top club sides. You know, it's not just the on field antics and 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 the way they play the game. It's the attitude off the field and and how mm. they develop as, mm. as a culture within within a club. I hate to say, back in the day, it was as simple as you know your results on the field. That was it. You sort of trained your players to sort of uh, to, to to reap those uh, those goals. But now it's like the full package, which includes on and off the field activity. 
one of those iconic clubs uh, that are up there, probably with uh, with the teams like the ABs and a lot of the other successful um, club sides. You know, they've pretty much got it uh, got it wrapped up. Um, so you know, you can see them going for quite a while on their winning ways if they keep their winning formula um, within the side. Now the Knights had a had a very um, well, boy, it was a heck of a game last week, eh, hey, um, hey, Reno? Uh, they've got another real tough game against the Sea Eagles um, today. How's that one going to go, bro? Yeah, the Sea Eagles today will win that this afternoon. Uh, the Sea Eagles seem to be hitting it at the right time, mate. Uh, if you go and put a circle around a few teams uh, in the top four, Sea Eagles will be up there at the moment with the uh, Roosters and the Stormers we talked about. Um, nah, sea Eagles will be too strong. What do you reckon, JT? Yeah, I think Manly, mate. Manly, uh, surprising. I've said it all year how they've ended up where they are. They've had bits and pieces of injuries throughout mm. the year. And the Knights, uh, they've had a bit of a turmoil midweek. They've basically told Jesse Raymond he's unwanted. And I think he's a, he's a player in the future, Jesse Raymond. But look, yeah, Manly all day, every day, and quite comfortable. Yeah. Bulldogs, Panthers, uh, JT, what do you reckon? Yeah, the season of woe will continue for the Bulldogs, unfortunately, and the Panthers will get the points there. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Reno? Yeah, yeah, Panthers, mate. Uh, not the season I want to remember. Unfortunately, Dean pays uh, damn good, uh, but the Bulldogs will uh, lose to the Panthers today, I would guess. Uh, Sharks, Rabbitohs, Reno? Yeah, that's a good one, mate. Uh, that'll be a hell of a game. The Sharks seem to be coming right. Let's hope uh, for SJ things work out well, but... Look, Greg Inglis was uh, back in amongst the camp there, running around and just uh, catching up with the boys. Uh, yeah, that's a hell of a game. Uh, all right, I'll go, I'll go the rabbits, eh? What about you? Um, what about you there, uh, JT? Yeah, I think a desperate Cronulla side, a very dangerous side. Mm. I think, yeah, this top one, yeah, tough one. Yeah, it is going to be a tough one. Roosters, uh, Titans, obviously that one's going to go uh, Roosters' way, uh, you reckon, um, AJT? Mate, if the Titans get the win there, it'll be the biggest upset since mm. how upset we about Ra Walker's posts on Facebook. We'll <laughs> uh, do it running backwards easily. What do you reckon the arena? Yeah, I'm going to go with what JT said, mate. I'm going to go with the upset of the century. Okay. No, no right. Uh, Dragons, he was... <laughs> uh... You'll laugh, you'll laugh if it happens, eh? <laughs> <laughs> That'll be one hell of an upset indeed. Dragons, Eels, Reno? Yeah. Um, oh, gee. Anyway, I'll go the tuna, bro. Go the Eels, eh? Fair enough. What do you reckon there, um, JT? Yeah, mate, the Eels. The, the Dragons, just they haven't really clicked so far this year. They've been bits and pieces, and I think uh, Mary McGregor needs to be moved along, and they need a bit of a clean-out at St. George. So the eels, and I think they'll do it quite comfortably. Now, uh, one of the things that's uh, happening in sport, I guess, and, you know, we don't usually talk about cricket, but we are going to today, and that's because the Ashes has been on. I think they were into, if it's day three, is probably coming up anyway, um, into the first test of the Ashes. What has been great, and what I've absolutely loved is the crowd yelling, um, yelling and screaming at those Aussies, uh, you know, yelling at them as if they were cheats, uh, like they usually do, and it's been just awesome. And in a way, um, Australia have kind of not been going all too, all too flash there. Now, I'm not sure if you've been keeping up with the cricket over there, um, uh, JT, but I tell you what, I've been, I've been loving it, bro. Yeah, I did hear from Ian, Ian Healy on a, on a show over here that the Birmingham crowd where they're playing this first yep. is probably going to be the harsh a lot because it's an area full of, well, for want of a better term, bogans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, I understand Steve Smith and David Warner, and you know, got a, a fairly rasping, ra- ras- rasping, yes, reception the crowd, and, and rightly so. You know, these idiots sure. came upon the game, and um, so they deserve all they get. As far as I'm concerned, in fact, I think they shouldn't even be playing. But you know, yeah. they are, and you know, credit to Steve Smith, he he, he better through and saved Australia's. Bacon there, I think, with his 100, and uh, I think the Poms are four down, and they're about 30-odd behind the first innings lead, so they should, uh, all things being equal, go past the Australian title tonight and, and build a comfortable lead. 
Indeed, indeed. Anyway, I'm just, you know, uh, go. This is the very first time you've, I've probably ever said it. I may never say it again, but go England. <laughs> anyway, what else has been happening in sport out there, uh, Reno? Yeah, I suppose uh, in the recent couple of weeks, the success of our Silver Ferns at the World Cup, um, world champions, obviously, Katrina Rory has uh, moved off to sign up and play a little bit of netball with the New South Wales Swift. Mm. Uh, in their competition, uh, Jen uh, joined up with Kayla Cullen, who's over there as well. So, uh, yeah, good to see the girls moving on there. Uh, Noel's back there with her netball team, and uh, things are progressing well there for her. So she's just continuing on the winning way. Still no signature on the paperwork, whether she'll uh, be the Silver Fern coach. We'll have to wait and see on there. Uh, also, Sapreet Singh, this young kid. Yes. And Bayern Munich, yes. uh, mm. who's been playing outstanding. He's only, what, 20 or whatever it is. Uh, with the German Giants, and everyone's talking this kid up, man. Uh, remember the name, Sapreet Singh, uh, mm. especially with that team. And look, he got a goal there with the penalty shot, so uh, pre-season form's looking pretty good. Oh, I'll tell you what, he was just great for um, for the Phoenix. Uh, they, they uh, without a doubt, Bayern Munich certainly got a, a really good uh, buy, that is for sure. Uh, what else is happening mm. out there, Reno? Yeah, well, King confirmed that the Hurricanes, even though they've lost Bodie Barrett to the Blues, uh, looks like the Hurricanes will not uh, be seeking the return of uh, Lima Sopoanga or former Hurricane Aaron Cruden. Uh, those two would not be replacements now for Bodie Barrett. Geordie Barrett signed midweek, uh, right through to 2022. Uh, in their clause, uh, he is able to move from a Super Rugby franchise of the Hurricanes, signed to play there in 2020, but the doors opened maybe for him to join his brother Bodie uh, up there at the Blues. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, the All Blacks, talking to Steve Hansen, has narrowed his team down. Uh, five players, of course, being dropped out, but still in contention. Josh Owani is in the development, so they're down to 34. Uh, next Saturday night, uh, the game against Aussie Wallabies yeah. uh, in Perth should be a huge one. I'm guessing most of the Māori over there in Perth will uh, rock on out and support the ABs, uh, especially with the Bleeders Low Cup and yeah, Steve Hansen had to, uh, you know, pull some strings, and it's what it is, uh, 34 players now, and just got to work with them, um, because, you know, when you think about it, the World Cup, yeah. it's next month. Yeah, I know, getting closer and closer. Uh, very excited about the World Cup uh, coming up, eh, yeah, Ra? Yeah, uh, brings us to the end of full time we've just got our last part which uh, is probably well at least for me one of my one of our most enjoyable parts is the part that we call put the boot in i want to put the boot into ra walker obviously showing up half past late didn't come in until the second half so there you go my boot goes into ra walker put the boot in yeah, I want to put the food into myself for showing up half an hour late because I thought, well, after so many years, I can at least do that. I've paid my dues and, uh, you know, a couple of minutes here or there won't uh, make much difference. Half an hour. My boots into, boot into the weather because I'll tell you, I'm sitting in front of the sun now and it's rather quite warm for this winter time of the year. Apparently there's, there's uh, heat waves uh, across uh, the other side of the world, which JT might be able to attest to. But, yeah, that's my boot. It's going into the weather. Put the boot in! Yeah, I'll put the boot in politics here, boys. Uh, to the leader of the opposition, one Mr Simon Bridges, who uh, seems to be gasping for everything and uh, bringing out all the proverbials around the current government at the moment. 
uh, even going to the point where if he can get through things, uh, he'll run down Queen Street in his underpants. Mate, no one wants to see you bloody running down the main street of Auckland in your underpants. So uh, I get ho-ha with this guy, the way he talks and delivers himself. Uh, so I'll put the boot into the leader of the opposition. Put the boot in! Sorry about this, Keith, but my boot goes into you, my friend. <laughs> Clearly, Ralph Walker is posting absolute tripe on Facebook. It's clogging up my newsfeed. So Reno, neither Reno nor I live in Gisborne, so we can't go and check to see if he's okay. So you need to go and ask Ralph Walker, are you okay? Keith, <laughs> anyone want to bro? Put the boot in! Are you okay, Ralph Walker? Well, well okay. I'm, I'm fine. Uh, somebody was asking me about that. He said, okay, there's a camera showing up there. Why is that? He said, Look at that beard and where he is in the world. I mean, it's absolutely atrocious. I mean, at least tied himself up. It's like, well, at least some people are lucky to get a, a trip overseas. I think there's just a bit of jealousy. and uh, Jealousy? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> going, look at us, Kishi. Look at our high, well-paying job. And, uh, oh, right. And the fingers we've been in Tolaga Bay. So, uh, you know, yeah, it's all good. It's all good. And, 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 and love Nothing wrong with Tolaga Bay. Oh mate. Anyway, uh, so did did because um, I don't really keep up with politics all too much. Did um, uh, Bridges say that he was going to run run down somewhere in his underpants? Is that correct? Is that what he yeah, said? Yeah, Queen Street, Queen Street, running down Queen Street in his underpants. If what happened? Keith Niwa. Uh, <laughs> on his on his head, bro. He wants to put it on his head. Oh, okay. I, I... Why didn't you just go and jump in the water at the same time, too? <laughs> so that's what's see, happening see, Ra- in the Ra- world of politics. Ra's a lover, too, look. Yeah, I know, I know. He'll, he'll, I be, posting, he'll be posting that up on Facebook real soon. I, I know, he already did, didn't he? I think I think he already has. It's already on watch there. Watch out, just send the mic out one bit and do the same as well. Okay, uh, uh, okay, right. Maybe, maybe. Anyway, gentlemen, it's <laughs> been a real pleasure. As always... Uh, having you join us here, even though you're a bit late there, uh, Walker. Still, yes, sir, better, yes, better late I'll, than I'll, never, I'll, eh? I'll try and set the uh, the, the rooster for uh, one half, you know, the same time uh, next weekend. But of course, I'll be with the boys for our Rugby World Cup special on, on a Sunday. Uh, uh, next Sunday, I think it is, eh? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. No rugby this weekend. See, no wonder, no wonder you were late. <laughs> Because we haven't got a rugby special this this Sunday. It's going to be next Sunday, obviously. Yeah, there you uh, go. My, my, my timing's all out of whack. Oh, uh, all out of whack. It must be their Warriors game, which I didn't even watch. <laughs> I, just, I, I just knew that I just knew Could I'd be, be wasting my time. Could be. Anyway, JT, <laughs> JT, great. Uh, I'm, I'm sure it's wonderful for you to be back home. Uh, hope you enjoy the rest of your week there, bro. And great to have you on our show once again in a sober mood this time, eh? Yeah, yeah very sober this week. Seriously, Keith, just keep an eye on Ray, mate. Arriba Dechi, Arriba Dechi, as they would have said today as they saw the passing on the play, but Arriba Dechi. Anyway, Reno, great to have you uh, back on board, and we'll catch you um, later on in the week, eh? Yeah, bro, look forward to it. Always a pleasure to catch up with you boys on a uh, Saturday. Uh, everyone be safe out there. Look, the weather's uh, coming in, the wet, windy, icy weather, so drive the caution and be safe, Arno, and I'll catch you back uh, Wednesday. Kukurungo ki te reo i te ranga nui a kiwa. Te reo o te iwi.